Welcome to the podcast of Destiny Community Church, located in Newberry, Florida, where Rocky McKinley is our lead pastor. Thanks for tuning in. Here's today's message. It was amazing how the whole theme of City on a Hill kind of came together um, as I was preparing for the dedication service of the chapel, of Destiny Chapel. Can you believe that they named that Destiny Chapel? Man, that's such an honor for us. I, uh, as I was preparing for it, God kept taking me to that particular scripture where Jesus teaches, and we're going to be reading from that today at Matthew chapter 5 in just a few moments. And... Um, I remember on Thursday was our, was our sightseeing day, and uh, we, needed, we needed a break. We've been hitting it hard, trying to get the sound system installed and the, the sound baffles built and all that stuff. And, and so they, they took us on about a two-and-a-half-hour ride away up into the mountains. And as we're riding, Kendall is up front sitting with, with one of our interpreters, and, and they are listening to the radio and this song comes on. I knew I recognized it. And Kendall turns around to me and she says, Daddy, that's Carrie Job." And it was that song, except she was singing it in Spanish. And uh, it's an amazing song. And, and I had just the night before read these scriptures in the dedication of the chapel. And so I thought to myself, man, we've got to have Cindy sing that Sunday. And, and um, with this whole theme of, of what's happening. I, I love the view from the chapel at Castle Shalom. It's, it couldn't have been built in a more perfect place. Um, I especially love the, the view at night. Uh, it's amazing when you stand on that stage and you look out through the windows. Three sides of this building are, are glass windows. And when you look out, you're looking down over a valley, of, and it's Guatemala City. It's down below. It's about a 45 to 50 minute ride down through the mountain to get back down there. But you can see it as you just, just look out the window and you can see the lights of that city. But if you're riding along the mountains and, and riding along the mountain passes there, you can look up on the hillsides and you can see the lights of individual homes or, or maybe even small villages and things like that. And as long as the lights are on, you know that somebody's there. Um, you see, in Guatemala, they, they like to save energy um, even more than, than some of the people and probably the most of us. Even going through the airport, um, we were looking around and lights are not on as you're going through customs. And we're thinking to ourselves, why? You know, why, why are, and, and it's just they're just trying to save money is all, all that it is. But at night when it's dark and they have no other choice but to turn on the lights, as long as those lights are on, you know somebody's there. Because when they walk out of a room, they turn off the lights. So if they leave their house or they leave a building, the lights are off. And so as long as the lights are on, there's no hiding. You know that they are there. And, and what's even more amazing to me is that somewhere along a roadway or something, as you look up towards Castle Shalom, you may not know what it is, but you see this building, that three sides of it are, is glass. And, and as you look up, there's no doubt that you can see the lights of, of the inside of that building shining through that glass. And my prayer is that Destiny Chapel at Casa Shalom will be that city on a hill, that it will be light and direction to children that need the love of Jesus. Um, every time that I travel to Central and South America, the words of Christ in Matthew chapter 5 come alive to me. Especially when you're riding down the road and you're looking up on those hillsides, I understand what Jesus was talking about when he started talking about a city on a hill. And so I want to read to you from Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 through 16. 
Jesus says to his followers, remember this, he's talking to his followers. He says, you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. And so when you're in a country like that and you look up on the hillsides and you see lights on, you understand what Jesus was talking about is that when there is a city on a hillside and and there were candles burning or there were torches lit or whatever it took to light up that city, you you could see it. There, There was no hiding that city. It was there. It was very evident. And you know, when you look at something in the dark, it doesn't look so bad. It doesn't. When you look at something in the dark, you obviously, you can't see all of the imperfections. You can't see uh, enough to make an educated decision on whether or not you want to buy that or invest in that. And so the dark can be a little confusing at times. Um, I mean, you would not pay good money for a car if you only get to see the car in the dark. You know, you wouldn't do that because you want to walk around that car in the daylight or in the light and you want to look at all of the imperfections. You want to see every dent, every ding, every scratch. You want to know what you are paying for. You you would not marry someone that you have never seen in the light. I mean, you wouldn't. You, You want to know that you're attracted to that person. Well, most of us, some of you obviously got married in the dark, but let's keep moving on. Let's keep moving. When you live in the dark, you can't see the details of what could potentially be a disaster for your life. You just can't. When you live that way, you you don't see it coming. You you don't see the disaster that's right around the corner because you're living life in the dark. In John 8 and 12, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And so he gives us this promise that living in the light of Christ gives us direction for our lives. Uh, Now, that's one of the reasons why we give to this orphanage in Guatemala is because we want that to be a light, a beacon of hope, if you will, for for those children there. And, And let me just tell you this, because it is one of the most overwhelming things that I've ever seen in my life is that when you're outside of the walls of that city or, or, or that, that orphanage there, when you're outside of that compound, there's darkness all around. In broad daylight, there is darkness all around you, all around you. And it is completely overwhelming to think that people live that way because poverty has the, has the ability to bring out the very worst in people. And so there's moments when you're riding down the road and you have to make sure that your hands are inside of the vehicle. And there was even a moment when we were riding through a village and we had to shut the windows because the, the interpreter told us, she said, you, we, we need to shut the windows because something is going down. There were a group of men on the side of the road. And so it, it's just dark all around you. But whenever you step foot onto that compound, when you walk up towards that soccer court that they have there, and yes, it has basketball goals, but they call it a soccer court or a football court. It's strange. They're so confused there. But, but, but we, we, as you walk up that path and you get up there to where those children are at, you start realizing that there's something different on that property. There's just something that's different. It, it's not like everything outside of the fence, everything outside of the walls. It's, it's just different. The light of Christ is shining bright at Casa Shalom, and I'm so glad that we as a church support that orphanage. I'm glad that God put a burden on our hearts to help them and to help fund the vision that they have. And, and that's one of the big reasons why we give to an orphanage in Guatemala. 
We believe that God is going to pull children out of dangerous situations and, and out of the enemy schemes for their life and that the love of Christ is going to shine a light on the path that he has for their lives. That's what we believe. But I don't want you to get so caught up in what's happening in Guatemala that you miss the significance of what Christ is saying to the church. And specifically what he is saying to us as individuals, what he's saying to me and what he is saying to you. Because the words that he used are, are these words. He said, a city on a hill cannot be hidden. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. It, it's easy to let the light of Christ shine bright in Guatemala. For us as believers, it, it's easy. It's easy. I'll tell you the easy part for me. It is. It's, if for some of you it's not, but for me this is the easy part. It's easy for me to write a check and send money. It's a struggle for me when I'm there. I'm not going to lie to you. After about three or four days, Pastor Rocky is ready to get home. If you know me um, and all of the quirks that I have about me, it's a struggle at times. Cleanliness is a struggle, and, and, and the food that we eat is a struggle at times. And, and, and so I, 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 there's just moments after about three or four days where I'm just longing to, to get back home. I mean, to get back to a shower that I can actually drink the water if I wanted to in the shower. And I don't make that a habit, but when I got home the other night, I just stood there with my mouth open in the shower. It's just so, so different. And so it's easy for me to write a check and say, I want to support this cause or I want to help build this, this, this chapel there at, at the orphanage. It's, it's easy for me to do that kind of stuff. But I'll tell you what's hard for me sometimes is letting the light shine here. Because it's easy for me to let the light shine around the world. It's easy for me to fund that. That's not a problem for me. Sometimes it's the situations that I find myself in here. That it's hard to let the light shine. And that's the significance of what Christ was saying. Is that no matter what situation you're in, a city on a hill cannot be hidden. That no matter what you are going through in life, the light and the love of Christ has to come out of a believer. Because a city on a hill cannot be hidden. That means everywhere that we go and everything that we do and every situation we encounter, his light should shine through us. But don't miss this because this is so important because in verse 14, Jesus said, you are the light of the world. And he uses this powerful contrast to describe us as Christ followers. That there should be a recognizable difference between the light of Christ and Christians and the prevailing darkness of the world. That there has to be a difference between what's happened inside of our lives and what has not happened in their lives. I'm not ridiculing anyone. I'm not putting anyone down. But I am telling you this, as recipients of God's grace and the light of Christ shining through our lives, our lives should look different than theirs. Light dispels darkness. Light displays danger. Light delivers direction that should be our lives if we are a city on a hill if we are the light of the world then in everything we encounter in life we should dispel darkness display danger and deliver direction for people and for their lives and point them to the cross of Christ in Austin Texas 
there was a particular part of the city that was a high crime area. And the residents of this particular part of the city, of that little community there, they petitioned the city of Austin to put up street lights in this high crime area. And so they voted on it and they decided they were going to honor their petition and they, were, they installed street lamps. And, and at the moment the street lights were turned on, the crime rate in that area went down. It's amazing how light dispelled darkness. But then darkness rose up and they began to shoot out the street lights. They began to throw rocks at them until they busted out all the lights and the crime rate went up again. The city came back in and they replaced all the bulbs. It was light, crime rate, crime rate went down. Once again, darkness rose up. They busted out all the lights again. This kept going on and on and on until finally the city officials of Austin had enough and they just said, listen, if that's the way they're going to treat their community, then we're going to let them do that. And, and they just gave up and they left that particular area of Austin, Texas unlit to the disappointment of the petitioners and other residents of that community that wanted to live in a peaceful area with no crime. Church, I don't want to give up. I don't want to give up. I don't. Because I don't have to go to Guatemala to find darkness. I'm sure I'll encounter darkness sometime today. But I don't want to give up. I don't, I don't want to not be light and darkness. I want to be that light. I want to be that city on a hill. In Luke 11 and 33, Jesus said, No one lights a lamp and puts it in a place where it will be hidden or under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand so that those who come in may see the light. In other words, it's not hidden. Remember this song that we learned when we were little kids? For those of you who are raised in church, you'll remember in Sunday school they taught you a song that said, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Sing it with me. This little light of mine, I'm going to This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. You remember the next part? Hide it under a bush. No, no, no. It's higher pitch than that. Hide it under a bush. Oh, no. I'm going to let it shine. Hide it under a bush. I'm going to let it shine. Hide it under a bush. Oh, no. I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Here's my favorite one. I won't let Satan it out. You couldn't even say blow. Every, every other kid in Sunday school would look at you like you lost your mind. You had to just, just blow. I won't let Satan it out. I'm going to let it shine. Come on, don't give up. I won't let Satan it out. I'm going to let it shine. I won't let Satan it out. I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Why is it that as recipients of God's grace and the light of Christ that we allow the enemy to extinguish our lamps for Christ. 
in the middle of difficult situations. Because it's in the middle of the darkest moments of your life when your light needs to shine the brightest. Why is it that around certain people we allow a bush to cover our light? Is it that we're ashamed of the cause of Christ? Is it that we're ashamed of the forgiveness that he brought to our lives? Or is it just that we just don't care enough about it? I just don't want to be a city on a hill in Guatemala. I want to be a city on a hill right here in my Judea. In my Samaria. That's where I want to be a city on a hill. The older I get, the more comfortable I become in my faith. I realize that the mission field is easy for me to support. But it's my everyday walk that I've got to keep the fire of Christ burning inside of me. Father, we are the light of the world. You've called us to be a city on a hill and it cannot be hidden. Let the fire of Christ burn so bright inside of our lives that others that come in contact with it, Lord, are changed. God, I pray that you will use us to dispel darkness. God, I pray that you would use us, Lord, to show the world the danger of living a life without Christ, what it would be. And Lord, use us to point people in the direction of the cross. God, let us be that light. In everything that we do, Lord, let us be that light. No matter what circumstances are thrown at us, Lord, let us be that light. Let us be your light, Lord. Thank you for listening to the podcast of DCC. We pray you have been blessed by today's message. We would love to meet you in person. For service times and directions, log on to www.destinycommunitychurch.org or call the church office at 352-472-3284. Thanks again for listening. Destiny Community Church, for life's journey.